It's nice to get together. I don't know that I don't feel like we've been together for a while. I know I was out sick and, you know, it's it's been a while, but we are now fully in the middle of the holiday season. I don't know how you guys, how you guys feeling about that? How's that going for you? It's going. <laughs> I've done a few things, um, trying to get things ready and trying to be really real about everything that I put out for decorations, I have to put away. So I've been being a lot more careful with it <laughs> instead of doing everything I usually do. Like, yeah, I'm going to have a relaxing holiday this year. That's the plan. <gasps> we have a tree, which is a win, I would say. At this point in December, there is a tree up and it has decorations on it. Doesn't have a skirt yet, but that's okay. Um, normally I'm scrambling like the week before Christmas, put my tree up. So that's good. But we have something every weekend until Christmas. So it's up. Wow. Um, not one thing wrapped. The elf came back, which is a nightmare. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm, we took the kids to Ogilvy over the weekend, which is, they have like this big Christmas event. It's like the festival of lights. They have like a winter carnival, all that stuff. And we decided it would be fun to take our four children under 10 years old ice skating. Um, when I've maybe been on ice skates like three times in my whole life. So I'll have to send you guys a lovely photo of me with the penguin, like the little trainer skatey penguin. Cause I had to push that around, but then Alex cried the entire time. From start of ice skating to done with ice skating. And then when we were done, she goes, that was great. I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) Isn't that typical? Isn't that typical? She goes, Jenny, what are you you doing? (laughs) Um, You know what? I'm trying to enjoy it. Um, every year I'm the one that's running around and I have something planned all the time and everybody has PJs for every day of the month. And, you know, I have everything done and you know what, it gets to the point where before Christmas I become like enraged with everybody. <laughs> and then Christmas morning, like I'm mad, like I'm mad Christmas morning and um, I get up early, you know, you're up all night putting everything out, making it look perfect. Your husband's sleeping. The children are sleeping. The elves are gone. Thank goodness. But Christmas morning, I'm usually mad. And I said, you know, this year I'm going to, you know, um, it's funny that you talk about mishaps because last night laying in bed um, with my nine-year-old, we were talking about things and he went through and remembered every year what has happened Christmas morning or Christmas day that is like, destroyed the day. And he laughed like an idiot. Like he thought it was hilarious. And I'm thinking, these are the memories we have. Like <laughs> these are our memories. But so we have they I are. Up, yeah, I put up three Christmas trees. Um we have two up at this point. Um we have four elves because everybody has their own elf. Um I've already forgot to move the elf once already. Um, you know, yeah, it's rough. And like I said, I think that we put so many expectations on ourselves that it almost ruins the holiday for us, not, not for anybody else, but for us, it ruins it. And then when you have a child who this is too much for the, my, my six-year-old one morning and we were looking at pictures, it's actually been three years in a row. He's not a morning person and he woke up in the morning crying. So the picture in front of the tree that I take every year for the last 31 years, um, he's crying, like sobbing face, the whole nine yards, um, cried the whole time he opened his presents, like screamed and cried through makes himself throw up. This is Christmas morning with Teague. And it's just too much. It's just, 
so this year we're low key. This year we're going to, if he doesn't want to open his presents, then don't. Then lay on the couch with your blankie and watch everybody else open presents. And when you're ready, we'll come back in and open presents. You can watch you because it's just too much. I, Disney taught me a lot. Disney taught me you have to find out what works for your family. And if he, yeah, if he does not want to open presents when everybody and there because there's paper flying and there's noise and the dogs are running around. It's a lot. If he does not feel it then don't do it. Go back to bed. <laughs> I got to I got to tell you guys though. You're like blowing me away. Like Elf on a Shelf was not a thing. Thank God when my children were little because it wouldn't have happened. We didn't do the Tooth Fairy in my family probably just because I couldn't remember to go harvest the teeth. I didn't have cash in the hat like wasn't happening. Well, that and the fact that my son realized that if you put your tooth under the pillow, that you would get money. And so anytime his tooth was like even the slightest bit, like I'm not sure if they were even like loose at all yet. He was like pulling them out. <laughs> Look, mom, my tooth fell out. So I've got a great hockey picture of him with no top teeth, nice. like two front teeth and no bottom teeth. <laughs> So at that point, we kind of stopped the tooth fairy. So I didn't have to worry about like braces so much later on. It was like a, a preventative thing for the tooth fairy. But uh, like I in, in my family, we don't put up the Christmas tree until mid-December. My Christmas tree is up. I'm like, I thought this year I would try something a little different, like actually decorating. There are no ornaments on my tree you know, having animals in the house for so many years. I was telling Melissa before that we would put up the tree, we would put on ornaments, and the cats would systematically undecorate the tree. So they would sit and they would like bat at the ornaments. The ornaments would fall down. And then where we put the tree was next to the stairs to go downstairs. And so they'd get the ornaments off the tree and they would whack them so that they would pitch off the stairway and then smash on the stairs downstairs. And every morning the girls would get up from the time we put up the tree until we took it down and they would have to navigate around ornament shards. <laughs> and so... Okay, we're going to learn from that. We're we're smart people. We can figure it out. So the next year, we just didn't decorate the bottom third of the tree, except then the cats would get on the railing, and then they would do it in, like, that second third of the tree. And so we just stopped putting up ornaments oh because goodness. they were all <laughs> So, and no, at that point, once we got the tree up, everybody was, like, so annoyed with each other anyway <laughs> that, like, n nobody were like, the tree is up, the lights are on, we're done. And so I'm excited that, like, by the week before Christmas, we got our tree up and the lights on. I was excited about that. Meanwhile, I hear you guys are both like, we have, like, four elf on the shelf, and we're ice skating, and we're, ah, uh, you guys are heads and tails above me. Totally. Totally. <laughs> well, what makes me mad is my kids love that we put up three trees, and they all have themes. But nobody decorates them but me. They'll literally sit there and watch me decorate them. Like the weekend after Christmas, we put the two trees up because the kids wanted the trees up. 
So I went downstairs, brought the trees out, put them together, plugged them in, brought the boxes up, and I decorated them. Because nobody else wants to decorate them. <laughs> you can tell I did not participate in the ornament placement on our tree because um, it's good, guys. It's all in one spot, and I didn't even move it around. Normally, I would, like, go in and, like, spread it out. No, I'm leaving it. They did it that way. That's the way it's staying. Yeah, I think we get really, I think we get really uh, hung up on this idea that our tree should look like something. <laughs> I, I think a lot, of, a lot of families, you know, moved away from, like, maybe colorful Christmas lights to like all white lights because it looks maybe a little bit more elegant. But I think kids generally like the all different colored lights and and they're I think proud and happy when you put up you know, their ornament, the paper ornament that they made in school. And and those don't they're not uniform. They don't look like they came out of a magazine. But I think the holidays are about your family and your friends and your loved ones and kind of getting those family ornaments that don't all look the same. Uh, I think that's more important. So I'm sure they love it. And how kind of, you know, thinking, thinking back to the kids would put up, put up ornaments and you go back and you move them around. They know, they know you, <laughs> you moved them. I didn't this year. They're not, you know, they know. Mine won't do it anyway. So. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> they did it. It was it was the little three did it, and they I was not moving their their handiwork. It's staying as it is. So you guys are more seasoned parents than me. So I'm going to ask for parenting advice that fits along with what we're talking about here. Um, what do you do when you buy your child a very expensive Christmas present that they wanted really bad, and you made yourself broke doing it for them to tell Santa that they want a different, also expensive Christmas present? Um, what do you yeah. do? Well, I'm I'm guessing it's AJ. It's not. It is Hunter. It is a PlayStation Five and all of the stuff to go with it. Now to a dirt bike. Don't do a dirt bike until spring, Easter. That's when dirt bikes yeah. come. Easter. Yeah, I think that's a good one too. Because I was thinking even like bikes. You know, I would always kind of think about, but bikes are kind of like. So in my house, Easter became the second coming of Christmas. Yes. And, you know, it was like you got like an outfit and whatever. So, yeah, definitely bikes. It's just torture now to buy a kid something that they can't. It's going to be a sloppy, muddy mess outside anyway. No. But he's really stuck on it now. And he's like, ah, yeah, Santa's bringing me a dirt bike. Santa's bringing me a dirt bike. And I'm like, uh, okay. And it's like, no, Santa's bringing you a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would send I him. He would be receiving a postcard from Santa. Or a letter from Santa explaining what is a good time of year to receive such of a gift. You know, now, if you're not getting him one in the spring, I wouldn't say you're getting one in the spring because he's going to be like Santa said. <laughs> Santa told me. Yeah, I've I was just going through stuff as I was pulling my decorations out. I have all these letters that the kids received from Santa and it was before they could ask for anything. It was what was expected. Like, I want you to be good to your sister, your brother, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I vote for him receiving 
something from Santa letting him down very gently that he's not getting that dirt bike. That's a good idea. Well, and I think that when he, they wake up Christmas morning, because like I know there's been times that my kids, you know, the last minute come up with something and you're like. The and, night before. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're like, where did this even come from? I've never even heard of this. Like Riker gave me his list and I've never heard of anything on his list. So sorry, you're not getting anything. I always tell the kids, give me a list of five things, five top things. So we can give Santa ideas of what you want. I've never heard of any of them. So like he's not getting <laughs> Because I have no clue who they are. So he's good. But I think when Christmas morning rolls around and he sees he gets that, what he got, and all that going yeah. on, like, thankfully, they're not ungrateful. They might, the next day, you might hear about it. But like, I think Christmas morning, yeah, they're, be- they're not, they're not brats. And I think he'll be okay. But I just like overcompensate sometimes for like, you know, the, they have a rough start. And I just kind of go overboard with them a little bit. But I don't want him to be sad either, but I think he will be okay. But that caught me so off guard. I've never even heard like him say he wanted a dirt bike. Well, that's another thing. I've never, (laughs) and of of all people, that's what we do. We have quads and dirt bikes. He's never once even said anything to like to come over here. Can I, I, Jill, can I come over and ride the the dirt bikes? All they do is ride dirt bikes and quads. So for him to say that, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But for him to say that and not even know how to ride one or come over to ride one, I would kind of start real strong with that in the spring. But I mean, I think, I think it's a great topic because especially if you have a kiddo with ADHD, what they want for Christmas is what they want at this exact moment in time. Mm -hmm. So what he wants may change again before Christmas. It may change um, 21 times between now and Christmas. So he, you know, I, I would just say, you know, I, oh, Santa's getting me a dirt bike, you know, we don't know what Santa, what Santa gets, but you can ask, yeah. you know, and, and, and not make any promises just cause, uh, just cause they ask doesn't necessarily mean that's what they're going to get. But I certainly probably wouldn't go out of my way to cause any strife about it just all right well we'll let santa claus know what what you want or we'll add that we'll add that to your list with the other things that you've asked for might be a good response to sort of trigger that we've asked for other things as well and just be very non-committal about it but i wouldn't I I wouldn't set them up for any kind of disappointment or response you know anything i mean i think if if they are disappointed, you could do what Melissa did and maybe have like a, a note handy. Hey, you were a great kid this year, uh, you know, but dirt bikes are, you know, moms don't let me bring dirt bikes in the winter. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a lot, Mrs. Claus won't let me bring dirt bikes in the winter <laughs> because you can't ride them. Like, I, you know, kind of kind of situation. Yeah, but he'll change his mind a million times. Riker wants two guinea pigs. <laughs> no clue. No clue. That was his number two one guinea thing. pigs. You're, you're going to, yeah. you're going to really want to make sure they're not a male and female guinea pig or you'll have a, a house full of guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, more we than had two. A, guinea pig <laughs> a couple years ago. We are not doing the guinea pigs again. <laughs> <laughs> My kids were always pretty easy. I don't ever remember them being very, um, you know, intent on any particular gift. 
But I worked in retail. So back in the day, although my kids were way too young for it, um, maybe I didn't even have the little ones yet. But like, you know, during like the Tickle Me Elmo phase where everybody was like, oh, I got to have a Tickle Me Elmo. I had my hands on like four of them. So it, in our family, it was never hard to get those like sought after gifts. But I can't honestly remember my kids ever being devastated that like they wanted something and they didn't get it. I will say there was one year, though, Caitlin was really into Mickey Mouse. And I bought her a bunch of stuff and wrapped it all in Mickey Mouse wrapping paper. I wasn't even thinking. And she was upset because she didn't get anything that was Mickey Mouse. It was just all Mickey Mouse paper. So, and again, she wasn't like devastated. It was just kind of like maybe later on in the day or the next day or something, she was like, yeah, well, Santa Claus didn't get me anything. I'd be like, oh, all right, kid, let's, let's, let's throw down here for a moment. <laughs> you know, and another big thing that I've done in my life, and I, this is, uh, what is your saying, Chrissy? This is a hill wild die on or whatever yeah hell i'm willing to die on <laughs> yeah so growing up my two older children who were 29 and 31 i was a single mom um and you know went above and beyond i overcompensated because of the situation blah 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 and they would have a ton of presents and i they couldn't read so i was always the mom that at the beginning of the month i pick a color so that's what color your wrapping paper is so that i could sit back and enjoy i still do that to this yeah. day with my kids you pick a color so red green whatever whatever you you know tickles your fancy well the one year so madison got everything she asked for and then some and i remember i was sitting there and somebody asked her what she got for christmas and she was like well my mom didn't get me anything and i was like just sitting there because <laughs> yeah. i went to like come up off the couch and she was like, Santa Claus bought me everything. My mom didn't have any money to buy me presents. So oh, I'm a big person. And my husband, we fight every every year for 22 years. My husband and I have fought over this. Um, Santa Claus only brings three to four things. Yeah. Um, because yep. not being ignorant. And, and I don't want them to be like, because you go to school and little Joey got a pair of shoes and some jogging pants. Yeah. And so Santa Claus brings three or four presents and everything else is from us. Because yes. I think that so many times people put so much on Santa, not realizing, number one, other little kids don't get all of that. Number yeah. two, and I, I guess that this is me being petty, I was getting no credit <laughs> whatsoever. Like my child literally told somebody my mom didn't have any money to buy me Christmas. But now, of course, hopefully this adult understood that it was you know, me. But <laughs> in my, daughter's, my daughter's eyes... I got her nothing for Christmas. So she at that time was probably probably five or six. So for all those years, she has thought in her little mind, I never bought her Christmas because I never wrote on a tag to Maddie Love Mom. Yeah. So all these presents just had her name on it and her wrapping paper. And so so we have I have made a conscious effort now. Like I said, Santa brings three or four things. And I always just tell the kids he doesn't have room on the sleigh and in the bag for yeah. 30 presents for everybody. So that's a big thing, I think, too, is that I think that helps kids understand, like, you're not going to get all of this. You, you get yeah. Because it is Santa. He's going to bring you a couple special things. But mom and dad, too. So, again, but me being petty, I want my credit. <laughs> Even even on TV, though, you know, you see da you see Santa bringing like a gift, Chrissy. But that made me think Santa didn't if if he really has a meltdown, Santa didn't have room. 
on the side. Poor JerPeg. So, Jill, I was like, I'm with you. My (laughs) kids, my son, dad buys us Christmas presents. Santa brings us Christmas presents. Mom doesn't bring us any Christmas presents. (gasps) The wound to my heart. Meanwhile, I'm up because my son... (laughs) My son has ADHD and he was looking, he was looking for presents. So I had to like hide presents. I didn't wrap presents until like the night before. So that like, in case I had, you know, I had to hide the wrapping paper. I had to, you know, hide the presents. So here I am up until like two or three in the morning wrapping presents and buy and like seeking out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, so mom doesn't buy us any presents, but dad does and grandma and grandpa do and, and grandma and grandpa in New York do and Santa Claus does, but not mom. And then the other one that I got, was well you must not have been good this year mom because santa didn't bring you any <laughs> listen i just had that talk with my oldest daughter i just called her today and i said what do you want for christmas i said you're kind of a pain because they they have jobs they go buy whatever they want so i said what do you is there something you need something you want as a family is there something you want personally do can i buy your husband something because and i said you know for year i've been a mom for 31 years I don't get Christmas presents. So my husband now buys me presents, which is the worst. But um, you know, I always say, he, he buys me clothes that he, like the size he wishes I was, um, you know. So and I just said to her, I said, get ready. I said, her husband buys her tote bags a lot. Maddie's not a tote kind of girl. But hey, I said, you know, you just don't get things. So my husband now, like I made him promise just do a stocking for me because in my face, you all know me well enough. My face says it all. So when I open up a, a crop top, that's this big. There's nothing. <laughs> this fit my arm. Yeah. He would too. I, I just have to laugh because I know Joe's husband and he totally would. My husband bought me ice fishing stuff, not last year, but the year before. I am the least outdoorsy person like in the world. I have a sweatshirt that says indoorsy on it. Like, <laughs> Like expensive stuff. Like, why would you do that? And it hangs in the closet. So thankfully my oldest daughter is like getting into like stuff with her dad now. So he can, she can wear all the weird stuff that he's bought me through the years to do his hobbies. (laughs) Um, But seriously, like I would have rather had like the newest Kindle. Like I don't want ice fishing pants. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should normalize. Do you remember ages ago? Maybe it was Toys R Us which is not around now. But remember one of the companies came out with like a catalog and like, here's your toy catalog. And when my kids were little, I used to say, go through and tell me what you want. And some of my kids would circle like everything. Um, Okay, great. And then Santa will give Santa, like you said, Jill, some ideas. Um, But maybe we should like normalize giving each other lists of these are some of the things that I would like. And you could actually put little asterisks next to it like, no, this exact specific one, (laughs) if that's something that you want, or just I want something along these lines. But um, I think that that would kind of save because I, I don't know, maybe you kind of feel wounded when you know as as a as a parent, as a as a woman, you are very thoughtful about all of the gifts that you get down to 
It's not just that they want a sweater or a hoodie. It's that they, they particularly like this band, this sports team, or this is their favorite color. And so you're like traveling all over to get it for them in the right shade of blue because that's their favorite color. And then, you know, you clearly get like, here's some dishwashing liquid because you said that we were out and you liked it. <laughs> and here's the sponge daddy because I saw you watching them on TikTok and commenting oh this looks cool like maybe not maybe not so much you know maybe I'm that's a good idea this is my life <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I think it really comes down to setting your expectations for the holidays and uh, you know maybe having some of those conversations with with our kiddos about you know santa can't can't bring everything for everyone maybe it is a good opportunity to talk about the the cost of things and you know santa has a lot of kids to buy for maybe i don't know um but definitely i love the idea of buying yourself a gift so that self-care and especially at the time you know here i was a single mother trying to put everything that i could into making sure christmas was nice but then when it was put on my radar that by me not buying myself a gift from Santa was actually calling into question my mothering, (laughs) my mothering skills. I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to go out and buy myself a gift then, whatever. (laughs) Imagine the kids thinking you must have been naughty all year. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I wish I was, you know, we would have had a whole lot more money if mom was naughty. (laughs) True. <laughs> any any uh words of wisdom to share with our community before we we knock off how do you guys how do you uh, how do you handle the that disappointment or uh some of those tricky situations any tips for people i think a lot of our parents there's always things that have happened in the year that has led up to this holiday season we're in 2023 sometimes there's been loss Sometimes we're grieving, change in family status. Maybe you're going through a divorce or a separation. There's so many things that can change what your idea of how the holiday should be. And maybe people weren't there that would have been previous years. So I think it's, it's always been good for me to kind of reflect on things. And like Jill was saying, like how much her little one was laughing about things that happened. I think you need to laugh about them and be honest, like talk about that elephant in the room. Like, you know, so-and-so is not here and, you know, we had good memories with them or whatever the case might be. But um, the one thing we make sure we always do is laugh about it because it's either laugh or cry. So I'm sure you can find some way to laugh your way through of what you're trying to provide for them, what it looks like what the expectation was and then the reality of it, you know, um, I think just enjoying them. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. It can be very daunting and very disappointing um, of trying to give them things and trying to make their hopes and wishes come true and that kind of thing. Not that you shouldn't try, but I think that we could lower that bar a little bit and strive for just, being happy together, you know? Yep, absolutely. 
And I'll say that there was a there was a year, a Christmas, when all of my kiddos weren't home because one of my because children was in inpatient uh, treatment over the holidays, and that was that was really rough for me as a mom to not have my kiddo home, um, but to know that where they were was a good place for them so that they could be with us for future holidays. Um, the holidays were very different that year, but um, to give yourself grace, if that's the case that your child isn't home and to know that it's maybe a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain and it's not reflective of you as a parent. Um, if I'm, there may be parents out there who would be so concerned that maybe their child wasn't around for the holiday picture or whatever that maybe they would delay treatment. So um, know that you're kind of being a little bit selfless and do your best to celebrate as a family when you can. And I would say that Christmas is a feeling. And so if something happens and you're not able to celebrate the holiday or whatever holiday that you celebrate on the particular day it is, nothing says you can't celebrate it later. If you're surrounded by loved ones, you know, any day that you get together is good. And you could call it Christmas if you want, even if it's Christmas in January which actually, if you think about it, might not be really bad because you could get twice the gifts <laughs> on clearance. <laughs> I love that, actually. That's a great idea. I was trying to think of a way that we can, my cousins and I are all really close. You've met one. Um, and we wanted to try to find a way to get together, but we can't do it like Christmas week because of everyone everyone's schedule. So if we could just do like cousin Christmas in January and that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I think my mom told me when I was really young, and she was a single mom way back in the day, um, that she didn't buy our Christmas tree until Christmas Eve when they were on clearance, and that we didn't really celebrate Christmas until maybe the day after Christmas or a couple days after Christmas. I was little. What did I know? Again, you know, make it make it work. There's there's, you know, all kind of ways. There's nothing that there's there's no handbook that if you don't follow it exactly, you're like dinged on some cosmic kind of chalkboard. There's you know, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, doing things your own way and making them yours. I feel like we get caught up in a lot of the fluff. And um, that's what causes us the stress. Like you said, you were little, you had no clue. My boys don't know what I go through, what I buy, what I have to, you know, order the special tags, name tags. I've learned with the handwriting that says in the special font from Santa so that nobody sees that it's my handwriting because then they figure it out. <laughs> they don't, they don't see any of that. That's me. That's me putting that on me. So, and I keep it to myself so that they don't, you know, they don't have that. And when it gets to be too much for them, you kind of sit back and say, did we really need all of this? Like, you know, it, they they don't know. They don't get it. And when Teague has his breakdowns and Riker has his breakdowns and sometimes and I was telling you with Disney, it was so much on Riker so much. He just couldn't handle it. And again, I'm the one that took him to Disney for 
Halloween because I wanted him to experience that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's so sometimes I feel like we just get caught up in the fluff. And I, I, I've learned a lot in the last month, you know, 49 years later, and I realize I have to do what's best for my family and I have to figure out what works for us. And you know what, if all this fluff doesn't work for us, then, then so be it. I want them to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it as a mom with all these kids and my kids have all these different challenges and whatnot. You're trying to make everybody happy. And I think that if we're not happy and I'm miserable and come Christmas morning, I hate everybody, um, (laughs) you know, then they're going to know it. So I think that we get caught up in all this. And I like, and that's another thing with working with this agency. The the biggest thing that I've learned was to give myself grace. And I'm not perfect. I try to be perfect for everybody and do everything for everybody. And when it comes to the ho- this holiday season, this one, I can't be everything for everybody. So we're going to do our best. Yeah. Yeah. We all just do our best. We'll exactly. Have to, we'll have to make a point of checking back after the holidays to find out if maybe some lower expectation holidays and activities worked out well, if anybody even noticed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The best advice I got this year was from my eight-year-old because for this year, for some reason, our elementary school decided we're going to have three weeks of holiday fun instead of just one spirit week. So we have literally something every single day in December. And I was like, oh no, tomorrow's Christmas lights day. Alex, I have to run and get stuff for Christmas lights. And she's like, mom, it's okay if we skip a couple of them. There's so many. It's all right. So I'm like, all right, well, we're skipping Christmas light day tomorrow because I don't have to go get them then. She says it's okay. (laughs) Do you see me having a breakdown right now? Today was wear brown shoes day. Chrissy, did you see that on the calendar? It's absurd. We didn't wear brown shoes because I wasn't finding brown shoes for everyone. I don't think my boys have brown brown shoes and I wasn't messing with it. Yeah, it's every but Christina people, every day this month is something. No joke. Till they're done. On do the people 22nd, put it's these something. together? The, well, the people who put these things together, though, they must hate parents. <laughs> there is no way a parent says, "I know." Let me do holiday. How are you supposed to put holiday lights on your children? Brown? What? Not? No. This needs to. This needs Don't to worry. stop now. There's a PTO meeting, I think, tomorrow I'm going to. Because, tomorrow we're you know, going. The problem is, like, my boy, and Riker said to me, Mom, I don't have brown shoes. I said, well, neither do I, so we're good. So yeah. I sent my boys to school this morning without brown shoes on, and other people are going to have brown shoes on and make a big deal out of it. And then my children are going to feel bad because they don't have brown shoes on. And so, like, tomorrow is the lights day, and then there's a candy cane day, and then a blue and gold day, and a black and gold day, and a green day, and a elf day, and uh, a reindeer um, deer, reindeer day, elf day, Santa hat day, um, you name it. I, it's every single day between now and their Christmas break, and I could have died. But Alex doesn't care. So tell Riker to go find Alex, and she'll be like, <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. We'll do some of them. We don't have to do all of them. Exactly. I, well, when I seen wear brown shoes this morning, of course, because I looked this morning <laughs> to see what to put on my children and it was wear brown shoes. I was like, who makes these up? And the stuff I'm going to say, like, if you go buy the light necklaces, they'll be broken. You go buy the reindeer ears, they'll be broken. It's like, why waste your money? 
Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I will say I would probably take that to the extreme. I would be the reason that they would stop that because if they said it's Green Day, I would teach my kids Green Day lyrics and have them sing Green Day songs during school. And quickly, Green Day would, would be, be banned from our school. <laughs> All right, parents, that's your that's your charge. Rise up against the silly. Every single day is something different. If if you uh, if you need somebody to back you, we four of us right here, man. We'll come to the PTA PTO meetings with you, and be like, "That's ridiculous! Stop that!" Or if you want other ways of aggravating your PTO uh, or PTA, give me a call. I'm more than happy to uh, look up obscure things for you, and we'll end brown day brown shoe days together. Please, <laughs> brown have shoe a great day, day. ladies. Why? Brown shoe day. I got it. Right? Why would they do that? <laughs>